0: His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. What's your favorite staple for Sunday brunch?
1: Hmm, Sunday brunch. Uh, Come on, Jim. I, it's you look for l- Sunday brunch. It's a large array of stuff.
0: What would be the first thing you'd grab? Omelets. Okay. Omelets. <laughs> <What? laughs> Waffles. Okay. Uh, Pancakes.
2: Okay, so it's breakfast for
0: Jim. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, chicken and waffles Mm -hmm. is pretty high up there for a lot of people. And if you're craving chicken and waffles during the week, I've got some good news for you. It's only a drive through away because Kentucky Fried Chicken is testing out its newest product, chicken and waffles. But this isn't everywhere, people. No. Mm. We are the blessed ones, oh, because nice. starting today, through the end of July, you will get to try Belgium, I don't know how to pronounce this, but something waffles. style waffles, oh. <laughs> made with pearl sugar, imported directly from Belgium, alongside KFC's famous Extra Crispy Chicken. Oh, man. And this is only in three test markets, Greenville, Charlotte, and Asheville. No way. Yes.
1: Oh man, Rob's gonna eat these up. Oh my God. The extra
2: crispy? Yes. I'll tell you, 15 years ago, yes. Today, no.
0: Well, okay, so you can choose your options. So it's $5 plus tax, two-piece basket, comes with the drum or thigh, or two extra crispy tenders. Oh, my word.
1: Is there extra crispy celery for Rob? (laughs) Yeah, and an apple.
2: So that's all I have.
0: Wow. They don't serve that at KFC. Uh, I want the waffles myself. Sounds good, doesn't it?
1: Bring it. it.
2: You're going to try it, aren't you?
1: Of course. Just out
3: of common courtesy. You're right. Okay, well, let's see. More than just pretty voices. If
2: you haven't heard yet, Jim Mann, who is our producer, has a strong feeling for cats. And so we are blessed and we are honored. We are privileged. We are amazed. Easy. To have another opportunity for Jim Mann to share with you a cat story
1: got a little out of control there, Rob. <laughs> You're familiar with... I see you in your office with those virtual reality glasses on, those
2: headsets. Uh, for the record, I don't own any, but let's go ahead and play with Jim. Yes! Yeah! Yeah, I love those.
1: Yeah, we see you in there reaching out in the air and grabbing something. <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, we know not to enter your office when that happens, but there's right. a company called Leap Motion you might want to look into. Okay. Because I, I watch this at home. There's a demo... Uh, uh, thingy that they have. It's called Cat Explorer. Okay. Okay. And it's all based on hand tracking software where you, uh, there's this cat. It's a, it's a, uh, not a real cat. Okay? A virtual so cat? Nobody mm-hmm. get upset. But basically, with your hand, you can like, it kind of ex- it expands the cat, so to speak. So you Makes see it... all the organs and the uh, the uh, skeletal Ew. structure. It sounds
0: and... violent. Yeah.
1: It's the is... cat's fine. The cat's okay. looking, looking at you the whole time you're doing it. You're spinning this around because it's like on this little platform. You spin it around. And there's different uh, settings where you can, like, get a cross-section at any mm-hmm. part of the cat and see what's there. It's Basically, they're going to use it for education, training, health care, and some entertainment.
2: Oh, uh, so you learn the cat's anatomy.
1: Yeah, who okay. doesn't want to know that?
0: I'm surprised you like this, Jim, because it's a little morbid.
2: Is it, like, lifelike, this
1: cat? No, not really. I mean, really no. me. <laughs>
2: So it's animated.
1: It is animated. Okay. It's not a real cat, but, I mean, the, the organs and stuff like that are, are not real either. But, I mean, they're, like... Animated? Oh, Yeah.
2: Okay. That doesn't make it as, as horrible as what I was right. thinking in my head.
1: No, 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 It's like a cartoon. However, I mean, it's real enough that you can learn about what's going on inside this cat. What so did we're you learn? The, yeah. Nothing. I know everything already.
2: How so, you many know, gonna
0: do a cat have? Yeah, there you go. Uh,
1: several. <laughs> A lot.
2: So you know where the heart is, uh-huh. you know where the, I guess, kidneys or whatever?
1: It's all inside.
2: Oh, oh good. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I had no idea. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Well, you need to get this. For, so you need your little headset in there. Sure. Okay. Sure. Again,
2: I don't own a pair of those things. You but stole them? No, I don't. No. <laughs> what kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley?
0: Alley cat. cat.
2: What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you?
1: Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? my whiskers.
3: Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: Have you guys been to a baseball game yet this season? No, not yet. Not this season, at least. Yeah. Nope. Not yet, okay, well, we're all gonna go sometime. But minor league teams get so creative with marketing and trying to make the games more entertaining. I think it has to do with people like me who don't really enjoy watching baseball, but they like to be part of the fun, you know? Well, at the Tulsa Drillers game the other day, they had dog night. And they let all the dogs from the community come to the game. And at one point, they let some dogs and their owners come down on the field for a little friendly competition. Oh, cool. Well, a German Shepherd was down there with his owner, saw the baseball players warming up their arms, and thought he'd rather be a part of what they were doing. So he took off onto the field, starts chasing the baseball, trying to play a little you know, friendly game even after they managed to catch him again he would not give up like he kept trying to go after the ball and he just had a lot of determination he wanted to stay out there on the field
2: i like how the dog brought back the ball to the second uh, baseman yeah. who threw the ball and he was like oh time to play fetch yes. it's so funny
1: <laughs> those germans they love baseball i don't know what, that means. what? <laughs> german shepherd oh, okay then
2: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. From what I understand, there's a star in our mist. Mm. And we don't even know it. A rising star and a young man that we call Ian the Intern. Yes,
0: Ian, come on over. <laughs> Come on, buddy. We're shocking Ian huh? right now. He yeah, has no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have a seat right here, Ian. I'm going to get
1: his autograph wise
2: here. We
0: want to get to know you a little better now that we know you're a celebrity. Oh, man. We had no idea.
2: On the big stage <laughs> and everything, dude.
0: Hi, what's up? <laughs> so you told me on Friday that you had a big singing competition that you were a part of this week and how'd it go? Yeah, it
3: went great. It went great. It was just uh, the first week. Um, not a lot of people came out, but enough to uh, perform for. It was just... Uh, for Greer Idol, we have uh, every week, we have to sing a different genre of music. And so this week was blues. Oh, really? Let's, so. let's hear a sample of what Ian just did. But I want you back. How many times can I say I'm sorry?
2: Accepted. (laughs)
3: You've got great stage presence. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Ian even came out and said, "Hey, Greer." Yeah. Uh, Yeah. How's it (laughs) going, Greer? I love getting crowd typed up. Like if I have nothing else stage presence I've always like loved doing. Like mm-hmm. the bigger the crowd, the more comfortable I am and just so uh, whenever there's a crowd to rock, I just try to rock it the best I can. So I just really enjoy like it.
2: Like American Idol, there's a whole voting process going on?
3: Yes. In previous years it's always been they just vote people off every week, but since we have such a small crowd and we want to perform as much as we can, uh-huh. we're all just going to Keep performing, and all the votes are going to be added up until the last week. Then we'll decide winner. Wow. So. Are we allowed
0: to get the uh, his Radio Family voting for you?
3: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I would that. really appreciate. <laughs> <that>. Absolutely, <laughs> he has got an advantage here.
0: <laughs> okay, we had another idea. We're going to run by you. What's that? Um, Do you know what you're going to wear during the next round of uh, competition?
3: No, I don't. What if we
0: uh, came up with some looks and let his radio family (laughs) vote on what Ian, the intern, is going to wear? What
3: do you think? Oh, I'll bring it on.
0: All right. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, okay. it will be something awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, of some course. Sparkles.
3: Of course, <laughs> only the best, only the best. <laughs> yeah,
1: a leisure suit, Oh, they...
3: I
0: like it. Mm, romper. Oh. <gasps> I mean,
3: if you can get one in my size, I mean, sure. Yeah, he's He's a a skinny beanpole. I think we got you covered. so That's That's my main thing. I mean, if we can get one for a six-foot tall guy, go ahead. Okay, so we'll see
2: how Ian comes along in the weeks to come, and Greer got idle, or Greer Idol. It's Greer idle. I'm thinking America's Got Talent. (laughs) (laughs) Something, one of those shows.
0: His morning crew. Olive Garden commercials always make me crave breadsticks. Freshly Baked breadsticks. The best things in life should be never ending at Olive Garden. Mm, anybody else? No. Well, Robbie, you probably like the salad.
2: The salad's good. <laughs> the never ending salad bowl.
0: Mm. Well, it seems that these commercials don't change much over the years, and there's this very creative writer. He decided to try an experiment, he forced a bot to watch over 1,000 hours of Olive Garden commercials and then asked the bot to write an Olive Garden commercial of its own. Okay. So here's what the bot produced. We're going to share this in a little episode of His Morning Crew Theater, (laughs) Olive Garden edition. Serving as the announcer will be our very own Rob Dempsey. Playing the parts of Friend 1, Friend 2, and Friend 3 will be Jim Mann. Very friendly. And I will play the role of the waitress. Action? Action.
2: A group of friends laugh at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food.
0: Pasta nachos for you.
2: We see the nachos plate. They're warm and defeated.
0: The menu is here. Lasagna wings with extra Italy?
2: We see lasagna wings. They're more Italy than
1: necessary. I shall eat Italian citizens.
0: Unlimited stick.
2: We we see the unlimited stick. It's infinite. It is all.
1: Leave without me. I'm home.
0: (laughs) Gluten Classico from the kitchen. (laughs) What an accent.
2: We, the Gluten Classico, we believe the waitress that is from the kitchen. We have no reason not to believe. Friend Four says nothing.
1: What's wrong, Friend Four?
2: Friend Four says nothing.
1: Friend Four, what is wrong, Friend Four?
2: (laughs) Friend Four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. Olive Garden, when you're here, you're here. Done. <laughs> Mornings with his morning crew. Here's this father and son. They're on a charter boat. They thought, let's get some time together. And then there was this close encounter that they had as they looked in the water. There was an 11 to 14 foot hammerhead shark. Pretty massive and awesome looking. So you see them sitting at the front of the boat the, the kids, six years old, listened to their post as the dad reached out of the boat to, hello, touch the shark's fin.
0: Be nice to him. Beautiful.
3: <laughs> Bye,
2: buddy. Yeah, the shark took off really, really quick right after he touched him right on the back uh, as this hammerhead shark was coming by this charter boat.
0: I love their reaction. They're not scared. They just think it's a beautiful creature that God created. Yeah. (laughs) Although I think I would be sweating bullets.
2: The Jaws theme didn't come on for them at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would have gotten in and swam with it. Uh That's just how I roll.
2: Mm, Sure, Jim. Have you ever swam with a shark?
1: Oh, mm, let me think.
2: (laughs) That would be a no.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Summer officially starts this week, but I think we're all kind of on summer mode, aren't we? It's
2: there. It's hot enough. The humidity's yeah. in.
0: Yeah, it's so much fun for a lot of kids. But for those kids who don't get enough to eat, summer can really be a struggle. And, you know, normally during the school year, they know they'll get food at school. Yeah. But during the summer months, they may not know where their meals are coming from and I saw this really cool food truck. It's in Nebraska, and it's helping this problem by feeding kids. So what it does is it shows up at parks and places where kids like to congregate, and it's really making a difference in their community. I think people probably think, oh, it's free, so it's not good, you know, but I've said, one day they had fresh strawberries. They always have a fruit and vegetable and then whatever the main meal is and the main meals seem to be pretty healthy. I don't know, I think as an adult, I think eating out of a food truck is really fun. So I'm sure these kids like think it's really fun too. And the fact that they're getting a meal when they main hot have gotten one otherwise. I love that
2: they're doing that because so many kids go hungry yeah. and they have to try to find some place, a shelter to go to that's actually feeding kids, and that's not happening in every city.
0: Right, exactly.
1: I've been pushing to have a food truck here outside of the station. but
2: uh, Jim, you're not a kid.
0: You're not a charity case. Yes, you're in the <laughs> 60s. Hey,
2: you, you spent over 100 bucks for a meal the other day.
1: Yeah, well... It wasn't worth it.
2: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. She waited for such a long time to finally get on a roller coaster after having these fear of coasters for all her life. And she gets on this roller coaster, and all of a sudden, something happens. And and she shared what happened with WWBT about her experience on that coaster.
0: We are going up and down hills, and I had noticed that there was a black object flying at me, and I couldn't really pinpoint what it was at the time. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling the impact of it hitting my face.
2: There's a cell phone. (gasps) Somebody lost their cell phone on that wooden roller coaster ride that she was on in Virginia. The thing flew out of the guy's pants because he had like those cargo type pants on, you know, with the the pockets everywhere. And zip, bam, right in the head, the forehead. And it left a mark that's going to be with her. For the rest of her life.
0: Did she have to get stitches?
2: She knows she wanted it was that glue kind of stuff. Oh. And so it wasn't stitches, and so they patch it up with that and then band-aids over her forehead and stuff. It's just like ouch.
0: And after waiting so long to go on a roller coaster it's, to have that happen I'm thinking her days are done yeah, on I roller coasters. Retire.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never received a call on a roller coaster like that myself. I would not get back on.
2: That was That's nuts. I mean, that just doesn't happen every day.
0: Do you make sure that whatever's in your pockets when you go on a roller coaster is I'll, secure?
2: I won't bring the cell phone on. I actually put it in the bin. Oh, that's good. Even though I'm afraid that somebody might lift it yeah. because they're not secure. It's just yeah. like, hey, look at that nice phone. Right. And take it.
1: Wow, I'm usually making calls on the roller coaster.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs>
1: I tape it to my hand, though, of course, for safety's sake.
2: Oh, yeah. Duct tape? Mm -hmm. Oh, then it's really secure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You guys have hidden talents that I've managed to uncover over the years. Like Jim, might surprise you, is a scuba diver.
1: That's a talent? Yeah. That's a license.
0: (laughs) It's, It's a talent. Not everyone can do that. Rob, I believe, is an aspiring hand model with his dainty lady fingers. No, no, no. We I all got do a, that.
2: I got a guitar. I haven't played in years, and now it's all getting calloused at the bottom, so my fingers. Because they're
0: so sensitive and nice. On not my used left to hand.
2: Lady fingers. Not dainty. Not lady fingers.
0: <laughs> oh, Get over it. Well. Well, there's a front desk receptionist at a high school in Lincolnton. She has
2: dainty
3: fingers. She
0: does. Well, she uncovered her hidden talent on the last day of school, and she used the intercom to show off her amazing voice. Hey.
1: Dainty hands.
0: All our long are over. I love how she rewrote the lyrics to this famous song. Her name is Regina Ballard. And the other shocking thing to me was that uh, this is what she wrote along with this post. She says, she looks forward to summers when she can spend time with her grands. This woman has grandchildren. What? Does she not look like she's 20-something? And she video. is showing
2: us the post, and she is very youthful looking.
0: She's a grandma. I thought she was in her 20s. She could be in her 40s. And she has an incredible voice. She could
1: yeah. be in her 80s. But her hands are very dainty. <laughs>
2: they, are, they are
1: very dainty. Oh, my word. Hey, Rob, here's a bowl of pomala if you can <laughs> soak your hands in.
2: Yeah. You're Why the do you one. have that? <laughs> because he gets facials all the time.
1: Uh, Jim I'm not is, His beauty is, is not natural. <laughs> it is for you,
2: dude. <laughs> You're a handsome man. I
1: am. You are.
2: Rob, Allison, and Jim. By the way, we got to check in with Jim because one of his hobbies he does on the side is to spend mindless amount of hours by the police scanner just mm. listening.
1: It is mindless, yes. The 911 system, we all know there are people like Allison who abuse it.
0: I do not. She calls
1: if she runs out of napkins.
0: I do not. I only call when it's (laughs) something important.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) Which is, now, she will tell you, once a week she calls 911.
0: I'm very vigilant.
2: See? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not an auntie, just vigilant.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, they're not important things like this 12-year-old kid who called 911 because his guardian, whatever that means, has uh, served him a salad he didn't like. (laughs) <laughs> a salad, what? a salad, first of all, what's not to like about a salad, right? So there's one thing wrong right there, there's a red flag right there. 9 911 twice, one, the second time was like, when are you going to get here? I guess because the guardian was forcing him to eat the salad. <laughs> Man. Wow. So the police had to intervene here, and uh, for some odd reason, they didn't arrest the guardian. They pretty much made a lesson for the 12-year-old. They can actually fine them up to almost $700 for a false call like that. Oh, I'm sure. Fine him. Yeah. Of course, they thought, well, it's a 12-year-old kid. We're not going to do that. But we just kind of schooled him on why it's important uh, not to do that.
2: But I can understand being upset. I have to eat salad every day at lunch, and I can't stand salad anymore,
0: but I eat it. (laughs) All right. Very sympathetic police officer. He gets
2: it.
1: Yes, but uh, I don't know if this kid's going to call again or not, but uh, Allison will.
0: Hey, don't lump me in with this kid complaining about salad.
1: You like salad, so?
0: Yeah. So um,
2: she wouldn't call 911
1: over, so. Right. Unless there's a spider in it.
0: No. uh, Or
1: bananas, if you had to eat a banana.
0: Don't poke fun at my ability to let law enforcement know about dangerous situations. She doesn't
2: like bananas, so I can understand why she'd call 911 over a banana. Uh,
1: Well, that's important. Uh, See, that's an important call right there. The banana call? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. No doubt.
2: Mornings with his morning crew.
1: Lots of us like to doodle on napkins, you know, just nervous energy or something like that. Just doodling.
2: My son does that.
1: Yeah. Lots of great plans have been, uh, been worked out on napkins, too. The businesses growing is growing. However, Patrick Flynn is a professional artist and uh, he did a lot of uh, artwork that takes him away from home. He travels a lot and he didn't like that because he had little kids. He's a good dad. He wanted to spend more time with his kids so he stopped doing that for a while and uh but just to keep himself busy, he started doodling on napkins for his, his son, Sean or Shane, when he was like seven or eight years old and was put in his lunch to go, you know, to school. Oh, cool. So on the napkin, he do this art, which is very professional, very good stuff. And uh, now Shane is 18. And uh, so and he's been doing it every day since he was eight, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So like a decade he's been doing this. And he, he did the picture that he said he knew he was going he was dreading doing uh, one day, but he did it where it shows uh, Shane with his uh, uh, graduation gown and the guitar strapped on his back and walking off into the, oh, the no. sunset. Oh, man. Ah, you know, next phase, you know, all dads get all choked up over that. Yeah. I ah, got my daughter is just fell there. She has a guitar too. I'll, I'll have to draw that on there. But anyway, and they got uh, He's got a daughter of 15. We, he keeps doing that with her too. Bless her little heart. But he said he's not going to stop with uh, his son off to college. He's still going to do some little napkin art. It just won't be every day. It'll be in like care packages.
0: Oh, that's oh, good. cool. He's going to mail it. Yeah. That's sweet. Isn't that precious? I love it. So did his son save these then?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, his son saved it. And I think a little book was made out of it, too.
2: Well, good. I'm glad he didn't throw him in the trash. Just wipe
1: his mouth and throw <laughs> <know>. it away. <laughs> right? Yes. No, he liked it. He didn't realize how great it was, of course. But uh, looking back, he realizes, wow. My dad really loved me. Yeah. And he's a good artist.
2: And still does it every day. That's so cool.
1: Rob, Allison, and Jim. America
2: Ninja Warrior. This thing is just taking off again this summer. And it's what, 18th millionth season or something like that? And there are two guys from the Carolinas and Georgia that are representing so well. And one which is like a superstar in my eyes. The guy is 49 years old. His name is, of all things, Booty. (laughs) Booty Cotron. He just went through his first Ninja Warrior. He's 106 pounds, he's just a tiny little guy. Four minutes, 53 seconds, finished ninth in his debut on American Ninja Warrior this season. Roar wall as well and got through that course for the first time as he debuted this season on America's Ninja Warrior. Oh and by the way, Brett Sims, who you probably know if you're an American Ninja Warrior fan, He is uh, back this season. He just got the fourth spot. So he's on to the city finals as well.
0: Wow, that's so fun. I love how many people in the audience had signs saying they were part of the booty bang bandwagon. That's something. (laughs) This
2: guy's got a big fan club and everything. I mean, he's been on before hasn't made it all the way through, but he did this time and he nailed that warp wall.
1: Man, fourth. Brett was fourth.
2: Was Brett was just, fourth. This guy was ninth. Booty was ninth. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I think I was like 2,000-something.
2: If you would try, maybe you'd do pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would. I would let, let my walker on there. that would be <laughs> great.
2: Oh, my word. Congratulations, guys. We're going to follow you this season.
1: His morning crew. You know how obnoxious alarm clocks can be? Just <clears throat> jerk you awake. Ah. Okay, maybe it's just mine. But uh, remember Sensorwake? Sensor Wake. Never heard of it. Mm, me neither. But it came out a couple years ago, and it was a big hit. Well, they didn't want to stop there. They made it even better. And uh, now it's called Sensor Wake Trio. And here's the difference.
0: Three steps, three minutes. Minute one, it starts off with your selected smell. Then minute two, the soothing light. And finally, minute three, a motivating melody. Snooze however long you wish, and sense awake will repeat the alarm in 10 minutes.
1: Mmm, isn't that beautiful?
2: Who would want to wake up if you if you had that for an alarm
1: clock? You smell like uh, coffee is the most popular one, of course. Mm. Put that in there. You smell coffee, and then all of a sudden, the light comes on and brightens up the room a little. It's like, come on, Bobby, wake up. Kind of a gentle thing for three minutes.
0: What are the other aromas you can choose from?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's like sea breeze, and there's uh, I've got it right here.
2: Could there be like horrible body odor? that get me out of bed. <laughs> That'd get
0: me out of bed. That, yeah, no, you supply Old that yourself. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's pine forest, orange juice, mothballs,
0: chocolate Star-Craft factory. Toots. Hey, hey,
1: everybody, <laughs> stay with me.
0: What'd you say? Sauerkraut toots? I don't know. Oh wow,
1: <laughs> that was! I don't see that on the list here. Is that
0: like speaking from experience.
1: Sauerkraut! <laughs> <Wow.
2: laughs> don't go near Allie if she has sauerkraut. That's all we're saying.
3: Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. It's
2: gonna take a lot. For anybody to top this, I caught the big fish story. His name is EJ. He's 16 years old. He was fishing in the uh, bla- a big rock blue Martin or Marlin. And I'll start that again. Fishing in the big rock blue Marlin tournament, which is in North Carolina. It's like Moorhead City, uh, which is between Buford and Atlantic Beach. Well, he landed a Marlin that weighed over 400 pounds. And what do you think EJ thought?
3: I don't, know, I don't even know how to say to that. I mean, it's, I was expecting a crazy lot going to this tournament. And to be able to bring fish back, especially from a last ride, it's
2: awesome. As he's telling WNCT that, you see the fish behind him with a big sign on it, 400.4 pounds.
0: Oh, that is Huge. a big fish.
2: Took him 45 minutes to reel that thing in.
0: And he's so young.
2: mean yes, yeah, 16 years old <laughs> to do that.
1: Man, I caught a four-ouncer once.
2: That's great Very proud of you Thank you Way to go Was that even a Bastard pinfish
1: (laughs) I sold it to him As bait Basically